All right, Snack Attack crew, assemble. Feeling that mid-afternoon slump? Need a protein boost that doesn't involve boring protein bars? Well, let me introduce y'all to my new favorite obsession, wonderful pistachios. Y'all, these little green guys aren't just your average nut. They're protein powerhouses, packing a whopping six grams per ounce. That's over 10% of your daily value. And here's a confession. I used to be a cracker. You know, the kind of girl who enjoys the satisfying pop of opening each one. But let's be honest, sometimes convenience is king. And that's where their no-shell options comes in perfect for on-the-go snacking. Plus, they come in flavors like chili roasted and sea salt and vinegar. So there's something for everyone, even the picky gals. But here's the kicker. Wonderful pistachios are a complete protein, meaning they have all nine essential amino acids your body needs. So next time you're feeling sluggish, ditch the sugary treats and grab a handful of these green gems. I promise y'all they will keep you fueled and feeling your best, whether you're conquering carpool duties or crushing deadlines. And seriously, these are my go-to snack. I keep a bag in my purse. I keep one at the office. I even stash a few on the side of my bed for those late night cravings. This year, I want you to treat yourself to something delicious and good for you. So head over to wonderfulpistachios.com and explore their amazing flavors and sizes. Trust me, your taste buds and your body will thank you. With Mother's Day around the corner, are you thinking about a truly special gift for your mom? Let me tell you about mylifeinabook.com. It's a unique service that turns your mom's life stories into a beautiful book. Pretty cool, right? Here's how it works. Every week, mylifeinabook.com will send her a question via email. These can be pre-written questions about her life or any custom question you wish to ask. And then she can either type her response or record her voice. And mylifeinabook.com compiles all of her responses into a beautiful keepsake book. And guess what? They can even create an audiobook using her voice recordings. It's like preserving her voice and her stories for eternity. Imagine discovering stories about her youth, adventures, and the challenges she's overcame. This book becomes a legacy and something you and your future generations can treasure forever. Your mom's giving you a lifetime of stories. This is your chance to give her a way to share them. I'm so excited about mylifeinabook.com because I'm planning on gifting my mom with this. She's always loved reflecting on memories and sharing her stories, and I know this will be the perfect gift to capture those moments for her. The thoughts of her flipping through the pages and reliving those cherished memories brings a smile to my face already. Check out mylifeinabook.com and use code BRAVADO at checkout for 10% off. Create an unforgettable gift for your mom this Mother's Day. That's mylifeinabook.com. Use code BRAVADO for 10% off today. This is Germany. And this is Brittany. And this is the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. A motivating and encouraging podcast where we focus on building community amongst colorful women alike. Join us weekly as we sit down and have candid conversations on various topics and issues surrounding self-care, self-love, health and wellness, spirituality, entrepreneurship, and much more. And trust, if we don't have the answers, we'll call on our expert homegirls who do. Our goal is to create a safe space for growth, inspiration, laughter, and love, free of judgment, in hopes that after you listen, you're a little more knowledgeable or at least a little more entertained than before. It's homegirl vibes here. Real, raw, and a little funny. A lot of fucking funny. So thanks for tuning in to the Black Girl Bravado Podcast. Let's start the show, cuties. Girl, 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 girl,
Welcome back, squirrel friends. And we're back. Back at it again. Who, child? Hey. How are you guys? How are you, girls? I wish you guys could respond and say, how y'all ladies doing out there? And then y'all say, good. Like at a club. Yes. <laughs> I feel you. At I a feel. concert. So, what's up? Not much. How's your day? My day has been good. Has it been good? Yes, it has. Come on, saints, tell him <laughs> how good he's been. My God is an awesome God, he ranks. Please. From heaven up. Okay, um, really quick before we really get into it. A couple episodes back, a couple weeks ago, I said that me time was um, Vivian Green. Yeah, she did. And some people read me saying, girl, it's Heather Headley. So I'm just reading myself right now. It's Heather Headley. There you go. There you go. Make sure y'all know I know. Okay. Now I know. So, anywho, how's your weekend? My weekend has been cool. Cool. It was toned down compared to my other weekends. Yeah, I worked this weekend. But cool nonetheless. I didn't call out, y'all. See? Took my ass to work. But it was easy coins yesterday because it wasn't busy. Coin over everything. Coin over everything, so it was cool. Well, that's good. And today we went to breakfast, brunch mm-hmm. at the Wild Chive. It's a vegan brunch place. Pop-up brunch. In the LBC. Also known as Summertime Long Beach. In the LBC. Their food was amazing. Like fire. I had the stuffed French toast. It had hazelnut, coconut whip, strawberries, bananas on a potato bread. <laughs> <laughs> My God. If I could give you guys a little piece of it, I would. And then what did you have? I had the um it was like basically chili and a waffleito. It was fire because <laughs> <laughs> Waffleita. Waffleita. <laughs> The waffle was a cornbread waffle, and I've never had a cornbread waffle, but I, I tasted it. It, it was, was fucking amazing. It was really good. It was so Their good. Their food was good. Comfort food. Definitely. Good vegan comfort food. Good vegan comfort so food. So if you're ever in LBC, go to the Wild Chive. Yeah, Sunday is 9 to 3, and they have also a dinner on Thursday. Is that made by... Um, Millworks. Millworks. There it is. Mm-hmm. Millworks. Yeah. Anywho, so we're back. New week, new tea. Where we kiki with you and you'll kiki with we. There we go. So last week I was waiting on motherfucking Pusha T to respond. You were. And boy did he. He he spilled hot piping tea. He brought the whole kettle. He he didn't bring a couple cups. He brought tea. kettles, bags. He he was <laughs> sugar cubes. He was he Starbucks. He was Starbucks on that he ass. He really took it there. Yeah. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Push a tea. He digged up he digged up facts. But he had receipts. Real receipts. He had receipts. And and I mean, I'm sure everybody else knows. Of course, we've been gone for seven days, so it's all over the place. Yeah. It's not like we're trying to give you something new. We know you know. Right. But um, people were like, oh, my God, Pusha, like, what is Drake's gonna, Drake going to say back? There's nothing Drake could say back. And Pusha was even like, I don't have skeletons. It's <laughs> like that $100,000 um, invoice you sent over can't dig up no skeletons on me. Oh, I thought he was saying that someone that Drake tried to pay someone $100,000 for tea. Oh. $100,000 for tea on There's Pusha no tea. tea. And then he hashtagged, I'm upset. Yes. Pusha T did. I'm Pusha like, T Pusha don't lo- loves to push on buttons. So I've been waiting on Drake. I don't get why everyone's waiting on Drake when he's about to come out with a full album. I feel like he doesn't have time to keep putting out diss after diss track after diss track. Like he probably will address it in a Drake way on his album. You know, like 
drop a bar or something. But I don't yeah. think he's gonna put out another whole complete he diss can. track. It's I don't just feel like there's extra. much to do at this time. Yeah. He already came for baby, baby mother, mother, father. Yeah. He's already finished and you. bestie. And I really love Drake. And the bestie, poor forty. That man sick, 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 sick. I said, whoa. <laughs> it's healthy competition. Tick, 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 tick. The thing that kills me about the internet is how people are like, you guys are so wishy-washy. One minute you're saying, um, oh, Drake killed Pusha. Then you're We're saying going Pusha back and forth, bro. Right. They both killed each other at a point. They're both it was dead. a kill and resurrect and, you know, <laughs> shit. So it's just fun and games. Gosh, lighten up a little bit. Yeah, it's just rap. That's it. It's not real life. Anywho. Well, it was Drake's real life, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there and uh, what else what else happened oh more beef Lil Uzi and Rich the Kid so <laughs> last week we all or a couple weeks ago when we were saying name a bitch better than Uzi we were talking about how when they caught Lil Uzi out the interviewer or reporter or whatever had asked him about his beef with Rich the Kid and he was like I'm praying for Rich the Kid and his family Blessings they're blessed to Rich the Kid and all his family, family. but so this week Lil Uzi was in Philly for the Roots picnic and he pulled up on Rich the Kid. Honey. On his home turf. You know that's where Uzi's from. Philadelphia. Oh he is? <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that. He is. He probably put on a show. He probably did. He was so uh, cute at Coachella the year before. Yes and he even had his hair cuter than mine. <laughs> Uzi's inspiring me to come up out of my skin and be a bad bitch because he had two little pom poms in his hair like this and it was dyed red. Right, he's so money out longer. So, so he pulled anyways, up on uh, Rich yeah. the Kid, and mm-hmm. Rich the Kid didn't want no smoke. The thing is, Uzi has been quiet. You see how he addressed it when they asked him his opinion on Rich the Kid, and Rich the Kid is just talk, 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 talk. But then when when he wanna post up, yeah. when he wanna, he said, "What did that girl say?" When you wanna post up, you don't. When you, I'm not around. All I see is this with the hand move in motion. Yeah. But when I come around, you, you don't, don't wanna, wanna post up. Yeah. So he didn't want to post up. Then to put the icing on the cake. <laughs> I just looked at an Uzi video in my <laughs> little Uzi was spotted at the club looking oh like a bad bitch bad dancing bitch, to okay? um, new, new freezer. freezer. Oh my god! He we, if you can't nigga. tell already, we love Uzi. We're we fan and stand. Seriously, for little Uzi, he made me. So he's um, just a whole v- vibe. I was really gonna say is. voob, a vibe <laughs> times mood. He's a voob. <laughs> if vibe and mood had a baby, they'd be voob. <laughs> he's just a vibe. Like he's just so nonchalant, so carefree, so cute. He's so black girl. He, <laughs> I was, <laughs> I was. He's so BGM. Laying in the bed, like watching uh, Uzi videos. Remember when I was sending you oh Helen Uzi gosh. videos? She fell down a rabbit hole. A rabbit hole. Okay. And uh, my partner was like, what are you doing? I said, nothing watching Uzi videos. He was like, that's random. I said, he's such a black girl. Like, I relate. What the fuck you mean is random? This is my sister. <laughs> <laughs> Q um, set it off soundtrack. Ain't that my sister? Because you were my sister, yeah. my strength, and my pride. This is so funny. Uzi in the airport. Hope you had a great night last night. Oh, yeah, it was really fun. Awesome. Y'all can't see you it. You can't see it, so just his, stop. His I face. saw it. You sent it to me. <laughs> Shit. Anyway, moving his, right along. He looked over his shoulder and smiled over his eyebrow and was like, mm, like, like, bye, bitch. That's what he can't. 
Anywho, so my message is to Rich the Kid, leave my boo alone. Yeah. Leave my cute little button alone. Rich the Kid is annoying. God. He's just extra. And Uzi don't I'm deserve tired of, that. I'm really over the little rat beef. Anyway. Plug walk. So anyway, uh, please make sure you rate, review, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. Tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl to tell a homegirl mm-hmm. about your homegirls. You know, I haven't made you gals feel bad in a long time. So <laughs> here it is. Open up the door for the guilt trip. What? If you love us, if you listen to us, if this podcast adds value to your life, if you like to listen to us on your morning commute. Uh, if you tell your, your, your friends, afternoon wind down, yeah, if you tell your homegirls, like, girl, I've been listening to this podcast. These are my girls. These are my girls. These are my Girl. girls. Then just rate <laughs> and review the podcast. Yeah. Let us know how much you love us. You don't have to leave a review, but definitely rate. If you have something sweet on your heart, you want to say, we'll be here waiting. Read it. But um, just make sure you guys rate, review, subscribe, tell homegirl to tell homegirl. Follow us on social so we can stay in contact. Cutie yeah. booties. We're on Twitter and we're on Instagram and we're on Facebook. And all those links are down in the show notes. So here you go down. There you go. All so right. last week, <laughs> last week, last week was last week. Hold on. Last shit. week we talked about icky guy unlocking your purpose. Come on, come on, give it to me then. And basically, <laughs> we talked about the Japanese lifestyle concept where you focus on finding what gets you out of bed in the morning. Yes, Iki- what gets your what gets your gears going? Come on, icky guy is basically translated as a reason for being. So in last week's episode, we elaborated on how the idea of Ikigai helps us realize our purpose, which ultimately leads to a more happy and fulfilled life. Yes. And a lot of you gals were letting us know like what your Ikigai is. Mm -hmm. Someone said they were starting a podcast because they feel like that's a part of their Ikigai. Um, Some girlfriends were tagging me in some stuff. So that's cute. Yeah. So we love it. If you want to find your passion, basically... Your icky guy, or should I say your icky guy, not your passion. If you want to find your icky guy, your aka your purpose, listen to that episode. Listen to that episode and, and share it. And if you're feeling it, let us know. Let us know. So this week, we're already in June, yo. <sighs> I cannot believe it's June 3rd. <laughs> I have no more time to turn into a bad bitch. You know what I that I feel means. like Cinderella outside of the ball. <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> Scrambling to put honey, on that fucking honey, slipper. Okay. My shit is about to turn into a pumpkin. My 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 horse and carriage are turning into a mouse. The clock's ticking. The clock's ticking. I have no more time. And you know what that means? And the only thing I've mastered are these nails. You know, since it's June, that means that my birthday is in two months. That means my birthday is in four months. And that means I'm going to be 30. (laughs) I'm so excited. About turning 30? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I I don't feel any kind of way about it. You look like Uzi. Yeah. I mean, I I don't feel any kind of way. I just got here. Yeah, I mean, I'm turning 30. I mean, just another birthday. <laughs> I mean, I just got here. I just turned 30. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I just am like, I can't wait for it to be like, girl, I'm 30. Why? Because I can't wait. Before, I used to be like, okay, so before I used to be like, when I turned 30, I guess I just had a different vision for what I thought 30 would look like. Mm-hmm. And not saying that I'm not happy with my life right now. It's just not what I initially envisioned. Which is a trip. I feel like that is such a trip. Yeah, like, so when we were young, we were like, by the time I'm 25, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have kids. And when I look back, I'm like, 25 is... I was young. I mean, I'm still young. Yeah, but I I wasn't prepared for that at 25. I wasn't either. 
I was a spring chicken. And here I am at 30 and I'm still not married and I still and don't I'm have still any childish. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing what I realized is age based goals suck. Like age based expectations mm-hmm. just lead to disappointment because everything happens at a different pace. So I'm no longer setting age based goals. When Ever I turn 30, I'm just happy that I'm still alive. Yes. And lit. And what wouldn't it be? Wouldn't it suck? Like putting things in perspective, if you were still hung up on an age-based goal and you hadn't let go and let God, and you were holding on tight to like, oh, I wish this would have happened at thirty, that would be so depressing. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's why people uh, really dread the next year or the next age because it's like, oh, I thought I would have owned a house by now. I thought yeah. I would have found a husband by now. I thought I would have been out of my job or promoted by now. Right? You know, because we have these expectations around these ages and these time frames. When you got to just put it at the altar. Yeah, life just happens. And it creates like stress and anxiety. Like say, for instance, I'm about to be 30 and I'm like, okay, by the time I must start at a new milestone, by the time I'm 35, 35, I need to have this, that. And that causes you a lot of times to force shit that's not working. Yes. It causes you to maybe stay stuck in something. Like it's just, I'm over it. Yeah. Ain't no age-based goals. I'm going to continue to set goals, but I'm not going to put an age to it because I can't control A time frame, but not an age. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with time frame, but I'm not going to do the age-based goals. Yeah, that's stressful. So I'm happy that I'm over that hump. I'm just looking forward to celebrating my birthday because I like birthdays and having a good time with my friends. I hope I'm I'm really a bad bitch by 30. I heard heard that life is super lit after 30. Like when people turn 30, I feel like... Mm. They feel like they have a tight grip on fucking life. Like, like they have life by the ass at like 30. Like eagles. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm 30, bitch. I've been doing life for 30 years. Yep. Okay. My friend just turned 30. Who's going to check me? My friend turned 30. I said, how do you feel? He was like, like a savage. I'm like, Ooh. yes. I'm here for the savage the, lifestyle. The, the 21 yeah. savage. He was like, I've been doing savage. this 30 years, but like a savage. I'm like, I heard that you just stopped giving a fuck, like completely. Not not in. Well, a, I'm a year ahead of that. Not in I a bad way. Giving a fuck at 29. I mean, like giving a fuck about little shit, like put together bitch. Like you just already feel like you're a put together bitch. You know, tripping off of the little. You feel like Uzi. Right, tripping off the little mundane shit. Yeah. So. So I'm looking forward to grabbing thirty by the ass. Grab it. Um. Gonna give me some claws to grab it by the ass Mm -hmm. and take this next 30 years. Next 90 years. 90. I don't want to be 120. No, not. I'm saying I want to be 90. So I should have said 60. Yeah. (laughs) Next. Really? I hope I just live until tomorrow. No, for way beyond beyond tomorrow. I'm hoping maybe like 65 years or maybe 70 years, 70 years I'll take. Thanks, God. That's young when you think about it. 70? 70 more Like we said, we're not putting a mark on it. However however many years God gives me, I'm thankful for it. And I'm going to live them all to the fucking fullest. Yep. Plug walk. Every year. So I feel like I live 29. I I like 29. 29 was fun. I've been rocking out to 29. Same. I've been rocking out to 29. So only way to go is up for 30. I'm all the way up. Can't wait can't wait so basically that's kind of what this episode is about it's about our mid-year Mm check-in transitioning to 30 not so much transitioning to 30 
but definitely the mid-year check-in it's already almost june well it is june pardon me pardon me it it's is. already june and that fucking time flew we are already six months into the year six months before the new year we're smack dab in the fucking middle so now we need to refocus ourselves uh look at our goals that we set in the beginning of the year and find out are we on the right track? Do we need to make some changes? Should we add some goals, take away some goals, readjust, realign, say bye to some niggas, say hi to some other niggas? <laughs> hey, we're at the point where we have to reassess and reevaluate. Mm -hmm. We're doing a self inventory. Yes. We're doing the self check in. Always. So, this is a great time to look at our goals again, and that's what the fuck we're going to do. It sure is. In our passion planners, we have um, a mid year check-in mid-year check-in mm -hmm. what is it called mid-year roadmap roadmap so at the beginning of the year we complete a roadmap and then in the middle of the year in the middle of the calendar in the middle of the planner they give us a blank roadmap so that we can remap our whole second half of the year and i like that I, cause I because i need to refocus things change. my goals yeah, yeah. Things change. You might have had a different mindset. I mean, even though it was only six months ago and that sounds like not that long ago, a lot can fucking change in six months and a lot has changed. So I love that the Passion Planner provides that tool for us to just start new. Yeah. I'm every month, is a, every day is a new start. Come but on. I love how that the calendar puts it out. It gives us the tool. Come on, Grace and Mercy. It. Follows me all my days. <laughs> so <laughs> let's give our girlfriends a couple of tips and suggestions for them to refocus for their mid-year. Yeah. So first, baby girls, let's recognize our wins. Always. Always. We need to celebrate our successes and our milestones. And let's also acknowledge where we slipped and why. So again, I looked at my um, passion planner, my initial roadmap for the year, and I'm like, damn, <laughs> I was ambitious. <laughs> I thought things would be different. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, it's still cool, you know, because I could be like, all right, see, you said you were going to be doing this and you're not doing it. So let's put that back on your radar Right? that you thought you would be doing this. And maybe that's a little further out than you anticipate. So let's move that back a little bit. And that's I could be realistic with myself. And it's also like a pat on the back when you see that you did accomplish some stuff that you said on your uh, mm -hmm. set on your original roadmap. Yeah, this or podcast growing was one of my main goals mm -hmm. and girlfriends. I know I'm on your ass about not rating reviews, but you've been telling people. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all been sharing it. That's always a good feeling. Like, wow, I really accomplished something that I wrote down um, at the beginning of the year already. Yes. Already. So um, next is, is it's okay for you to change your track. So just like we said, your original goals from the beginning of the year may change. And that's okay. New opportunities come up. You learn things. Mm -hmm. Things change. So if something's not working as you expect it, you don't have to force it. That yeah. might no longer be your goal. So eliminate it. Omit it. No yeah. need to hang on to that. It's the middle of the year. This is a perfect time to redirect, refocus, and change the trajectory of your year. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Change the trajectory of your year. You don't have to sit back and be like, well, that was my goal. Right. Just switch that shit up. Yeah. Switch it like a like a light switch or whatever. Anyway, so um, assessing our overall goals. So if you've accomplished some things in January or your January goals easier or sooner than you expected, then you might want to set or aim higher for the next six months. Right. So like I said, some things I wasn't thinking too ambitious about and other things I was too ambitious mm -hmm. so you know 
think to yourself, was I thinking too small? Just take a look where you are now and envision where you want to be by the end of the year and base that on your current position. So don't look at your mid-year by looking at your January and being like, well, that was on my January, so it has to matriculate to right. my um, mid-year. Mid look at currently where you are. If you yeah. said you wanted to be working out four days a week and you're currently going no days a week. Right. then you might want to start at two days a week yeah like i need to start be at realistic. least yeah be realistic and um you know just be open to i think open to changes be flexible be flexible next check your coin coin this is important consider Very. your financial situation i know um a lot of tax accountants say that you should change your dependents at in june mm -hmm. like if you went exempt or if you weren't exempt if you were claiming a certain amount of dependents this gets tricky. change them so that you balance, you balance out, out at the end of the yeah. year so june's a good time to do that don't don't quote me you know but that's what i heard yeah no CPA. don't talk here. come to me talking about i changed my dependents now i'm owing and shit right i'm not your cpa Seriously. But yeah, consider your fi financial situation. If your goals have changed, do you have the coin? Say you want to start a clothing line. Do you have the coin mm -hmm. for that clothing line? Because this is important. You need to track also, like I said, track your taxes and your other annual expenses and make sure you're not. Make sure you're in a good place so you're not hit with any surprises at the end of the year. That's the worst because, you know, we have December come around. This is a perfect time to figure out who I'm buying gifts for. Seriously. What's the amount going to be? Start now so you're not buying all the gifts on December 20th. Clearing up Me. that whole check. Me vibe. <laughs> Putting it on a credit card. Start now because having a financial peace of mind will allow you to be more confident and finish 2018 strong. Yeah. Lastly, um, think about time. So... When you set your original goals in the beginning of the year, you have 12 months to ideally achieve all of these goals. Now we're six months in. That's that means we've either gained some ground if you've been able to accomplish, you know, your goals or you've lost six months of not doing what you said you, you know, wanted to do. So we need to look at time and say, hey, do we have do I have time to meet these new goals? Right. So we may need to adjust some milestones like we said before. Put some more ambitious goals in place. If you're really hustling, if you've hit the ground running and you're knocking shit off the checklist, then add some more ambitious goals in there. Or you may also need to rechunk down each goal into realistic steps so that you can actually manage each goal and make sure you hit the mark. Mm -hmm. I think that's the biggie because six months is already fucking gone. Yeah. Six months is already gone. So time management. I can't wait to rework my mid-year goals. Like yeah, I'm excited wait. about, um, like, for instance, one of my goals was to travel five places domestically and internationally. I wrote that down, and I I haven't made any steps towards any trips. And I'm like, so how was that a goal? And I haven't done anything towards making that happen. That's more, I feel like when we say things like that, I feel like it's good to manifest those kind of things. Speak those things like I want to be able to travel five places domestically or internationally, like collectively, you know. However, is it realistic for us when we work? Well, I mean, that's different, though. It's different between I feel like that's an intention. That's different from a goal. Like, I feel like if I wrote that down as one of my goals and I should have been taking steps like saving, saving, because planning. I need the coin yeah, to go making. planning. I mean, I've been not haven't been anywhere. <laughs> i've been to the bay home okay well, i'm going to vegas for my friend's birthday that's one. Oh, and i'm go going out somewhere, somewhere for, for my birthday. birthday that's three okay 
but I didn't do the international. It's okay. So change Maybe it to domestic. But you know what? We still have six months left. There we go. We still I can go somewhere yeah. internationally for the second half of well, the so year. Well, so much for our Vegas trip. Now you're already going. Going to have to go next summer. You could come if you want. Maybe we'll talk. Or, I mean, I we'll can chat. Yeah, we'll chat. We'll chat off, <laughs> off air. Um, <laughs> point is, we're excited to or fucking read. Or you're planning right. trips on okay, so can I the come podcast. Um, um, yeah, it's going to be exciting to refocus our goals. Um, I'm super excited because, like I said, some things I was like on the mark with and other things I'm like, eh, let's, let's, let's completely omit that. That's not even something that I want anymore or am, you know, that's another thing. Sometimes you just got to take, throw the whole goal away. Throw the whole goal throw away. Throw the whole goal away mm-hmm. and come with something more fire. More fire, more fire. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but lastly, make sure you're writing this down. Just like we said, some of the goals have changed in the beginning of the year. It's good to see where our head was initially and what realistically came to be. Yeah. Um, and that's what will happen at the end of the year when you're reevaluating and making your goals for 2019. So it's good to have these things written down. If you don't have a passion planner, you can write them in a journal, another planner. Just some write the shit notes. down. And it also holds you accountable. Yeah. So. I like it. Get to writing. Get to writing. So um, share your goals with us. Maybe if you gals have had some goals that you've been able to accomplish. I know in the beginning of the year, we had put up a post and was like, what are you excited for? Oh, yeah, we did. And some of our girlfriends were like, oh, I'm super anxious. Yeah, they had left some good goals down there. So maybe we'll throw something up like that where we can chat about, um, you know, our progress or if you've had a refocus and a shift. Yeah, we can do all of that. Mm-hmm. So, because um, you are not alone, we are here with you. You are not alone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even finish it. I'm glad. Bust out in song. So yeah, let us know. Let us know. All right, guys. So now we're moving it's time on. To pick up your pen. We're, we're dropping, dropping a gem. This week's gem is going to be the Kiehl's Hydro Plumping Retexturizing Serum concentrate i've been using this probably for about i want to say maybe almost a month now maybe a little less than a month Mm -hmm. and my sister recommended it to me it's really good because it it almost adds moisture back into your skin Mm -hmm. it's similar to like steaming your face Mm -hmm. without the steam i guess okay you know how it's best to put your moisturizer on when your face is a little damp yeah that's kind of what this serves as so that goes before your moisturizer right precisely okay um so yeah it's super light. It's kind of like a water-based. You pump a little bit, one pump on your hand, put it all over your face, let it sit for like a minute or so, and then I put my moisturizer on it. I feel like it makes it more effective. I could just be. <laughs> it's not harming you. It's not harming me, exactly. Yes. Um, would I buy it again? I think I would. It's a little pricey. Maybe I'll switch to something a little. How much is it? Like $59, Ooh, 60 bucks. shit. I know. I was clenching my pocketbook, but when I they mean, rang some things are worth it, like the um, the moisturizer, the, the belief, the belief moisturizer. That's worth it for me. It's a it's a pricey price point, but you know <laughs> it it works good. So I'm willing to dish out the coin for that. Yeah, because it works. It's effective. Yeah, some some things. I guess this will be my splurge. Yeah. It's my splurge. Every girl deserves a splurge face care item. Now, do you have to have everything top dollar? No. 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 But if it works. Break bread. Yeah, break bread. So it's similar to the... Ordinary. 
the ordinary yeah so mm -hmm. that would be like a dupe or a steal this would be a splurge okay. so maybe i'll try the one that you recommended a few episodes back the ordinary brand to see you know if it's kind of the same maybe i can save some coin because honey my pockets <laughs> i could use it um but otherwise yeah you can order it online they sell it on at sephora online but you can't get it at the sephora store they don't uh -huh. sell this in the store they have keel stores they do and that's where i got Lama. this from i got this from keels and cerritos okay super cute because my sister recently switched to all keels products oh and she's liking it yeah, she did. But well, she's I, been in a pretty. Whoo, whoo, I'm like, okay, well, you're rich. Yes. I'm not. I, 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 I got, got shit. Yeah. So she got the face, the toner, the this, the midnight serum, girl, the whole. The midnight recovery the serum. The midnight recovery. I've heard raving reviews about that. I use that well, one Let night. me know how that midnight <laughs> recovery serum goes. She loves it. I'll tell you. She okay. swears by the whole line. Okay. Swears by it. Let me just stay out of there because I done implemented that into my regimen <laughs> and now I'm spending $80 Seriously. On, the, on an item. I was like, okay, when I went in there, what I do like about Kiehl's, this is just a little more information. So what I do like about Kiehl's is they test the uh, hydration and the moisturize, the moisture in your skin. And then recommend. And then recommend products. Because you know how some people be like, I have oily skin. And when they do the moisture test. Um, or the oil, like, you know, cause your skin can be oily and dehydrated. Exactly. So they'll be like, Hey, you, I think you need to be at least be like at a 30% and they'll recommend products for your skin. So how do they test it? They take a strip on oh. your face. They put like, I don't even think it's a solution. They basically take a strip, put it on your face. And I don't know if they put a solution on after, but it reads it. it you know, some get gadgets. Something. So it's so I've got, so if I went there, if I went there just to get the test. Um, I would be able to know like my skin type, my definite skin type. Yeah, or is say it just like, hydration level? Like when they say you're oily level. or your oily combo. They'll yeah, they'll, they'll be able to tell your your skin type by the hydration test. So okay. they'll know like okay, if you're below a certain percent, you're probably dry. Got if it. they have, I'm you know, definitely not dry. Yeah. So um, and then they'll make recommendations for products based on your skin type and what you need okay. to make your you know whatever your overall right. objective is. Because so. products vary per person. Yeah, but the shit is expensive. It's beautiful in there. You yeah. know, the store setup is it's amazing. A vibe. It's a, a real a vibe. vibe. Yes, but. I was like, when he had all that shit trying to sell me all the shit, I said, give me that serum so I can go. <laughs> give me that motherfucking serum and put all that other shit back uh, on the counter. Wook was like, you need that toner. You need that. <laughs> da, 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 da. Uh, honey. You can put that shit. Uh, honey, if it's uh, coming off uh, my pocketbook. Yeah. I'll take the serum, sir. Thanks. Right. So that's just a long winded uh, recommendation. The Kiehl's Hydro Plumping Retexturizing Serum Concentrate. If y'all interested. Okay. Right. So now we're moving on to the girlfriend gag. Yes. So the girlfriend gag is where you all send us your questions, comments, or concerns. And we gag about it here on the show. Yeah. So this week we had a girlfriend slide into our email. Our email is theblackgirlbravado at gmail.com if you're interested in sending something. Mm -hmm. um, and she said, hey, girlfriends, love what you do. To encourage us black girls, you two are truly amazing. Thanks, Thanks girl. Sis. Anyways, my boyfriend and I have been together for one year and things are going great. We both just graduated this past May. Congratulations. Yay. And up until now, we have lived at home with our parents. He brought up the idea of us moving out of our parents' home and living together. I spoke with my parents about the plan to move together and they basically flipped. My parents are very traditional and are not in agreement with me shacking with a man. They also went as far as to say, if I do leave home with him, they will no longer contribute to my life financially. 
I haven't landed a gig in my field and I'm not working at my dream job. I make enough to pay some bills, but my parents definitely help me out. I'm ready to move out and be on my own, but I don't want to disappoint them nor be cut off by living with my boyfriend. Should I move out with my boo or stay home and keep my parents happy? Shit. <laughs> um, that, that's complex. Um, <laughs> I would say if, if your boo, if you can have an honest conversation with your parents and let them know I'm not necessarily trying to disappoint you guys. This is my life. I needed a song right there. This is my life. I'm going to kind of live it. And if I make mistakes along the way, just be here to catch me. But I don't necessarily need your consent or for you to be in agreement with what I'm doing. And I would have to have a conversation with my bae and make sure his pockets are fat. Um, yeah. And that he was willing to, you know, honestly know where you are financially. Like whatever you're able to contribute to the household if you two decide to move out that there's no additional pressure for you to come up with additional coin. If you say, Hey, I got a thousand dollars on the bill. I mean, on the, on the bills every month that he, you guys are able to like responsibly maintain your household. You know what I'm saying? Without you needing a dip back or feel like you're in a crunch mm -hmm. or it'd be a financial obligation that you can't meet. So if you feel comfortable with what you're making at work and living together with a mate, um, then you know I don't know because I be needing my mom I used to need my mom's money not now but you know I, would be I mean like, I still I still well I'm still appreciate having my mom around should I need her it's not the cutoff because yes. you never know when you may need you, your mom you big know. or small like mom seriously and I know that she'll come through yeah um same so I mean and this is sticky because I understand where her parents are coming from seeing like you know They've only been together for a year. Yeah, and that's, 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 that. Yeah, they've only been together for Biggest a year, change. which is not that long. And you're thinking of really doing life with this person, you know, and you don't have it. So they're probably thinking like what you, they know what you have. And they're thinking like, I don't want my baby to just go out there and fully depend on this man. Right. That she's only been dating for a year. And you guys are fairly young, I'm assuming, since you just graduated college. Early so, 20s, yeah. I see where they're coming from. But on the other hand, there are people that do do it and they do make it happen and they move in together and they figure it out. They just automatically start adulting. To the, and that's the only thing. Adulting together. This is my per personal opinion. Mm -hmm. Of course, you know. Oh, um, <laughs> Yeah. Adulting together is tough, especially when you have to adult together for the first time with someone else. Hell yeah. I um, mean, I've never done it, but I can only imagine. Even with a roommate, it's tough. Yeah, I mean, because for the most part, you've been uh, relying on your, your parents. You know, you live in their house. I don't know if you contribute to their household to whatever degree, but it's definitely not the same when you move out and you got everything on your own plate. So, I mean, learning how to adult by yourself is tough, but learning how to do it with a nigga, I don't know. I don't know you guys' relationship. It either. could it could potentially change the dynamic of the relationship because again, you don't you can't bring a full portion to the table, so that automatically means it's put off on him. Is he ready, like you said, to take on that role because he's going to be essentially taking care of you? Right. He's replacing the role of your parents. So right. yeah, for sure, a conversation needs to take place. You, he needs to say, "I'm I got ready." It. I'm ready to do this. And you need I'm to write here. down and all your bills, including any upcoming payments for like student loans. If you have those factor, all that little shit in factor brunch in factor in a new mascara nails, right. every couple months 
factor in the nails, the hair, everything, girl. And then after you subtract everything, I'd be like, here, nigga, I got $100 to give to you yeah, every month. Because a man taking care of you is totally a totally different dynamic than your parents. Seriously. And you guys are just in a relationship. He's not. I'm not going to say he's not committed, but he's not required. He's not your husband. You know, you guys didn't make an agreement under the covenant that we're doing life together. So, I mean, it can, I don't know. It's, it's different. I, you need to figure out the basics. That's <laughs> what you got to do. You have to figure out if he's in it for real or if he thinks this is just going to be like, you know, playing house because bills are real. And moving out just to, I mean, Moving out of you guys' parents' home because now you're graduated and you want to live together. Is that one thing? Or, dude, like, does he want a roommate? You know what I mean? Mm Because it could be like, hey, I'm ready to move. We just. We together so we can just do it together. We just do the damn thing. Right. Outside of, like, nah, we are going to be together. Let's set some goals. We're going to be doing life, making a plan. Next year, let's get engaged. Progress. Exactly. Um, otherwise, girl, live with your homegirl. Find a homegirl who might be willing. And then you get to move out and your parents will still help you. Yes. <laughs> that's the best yeah if you're independent but still have a resource funneling in some of those parents resources yeah and then Jackpot. and then you can still have your bae come over and hang out at your apartment not be with your parents still get to have sex when you want done be grown it's a party it's a party it's a party be grown. it's lit i'm just saying yeah you get to have you get to encompass all of what it means to be yeah independent on your own i would get a roommate yeah just 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 because yeah i've never if lived it's an with option. a man i've had you know my partner come in and out or whatever yeah i've never have either so i guess i can't really give you the other side but the other side. But I've lived with my sister who was kind of like my roommate. I've had multiple roommates. Try it all out. Live with your live with a roommate. And then maybe after a year, move in with your nigga. Maybe your parents will be a little less inclined to be like, hey, it's no money coming from me. You on your own. And then my you're mom permanently, was like that, though. My mom was like, and then you're permanently somebody, cut off. A man, honey, <laughs> he better be prepared to take care of you because I'm not about to be sending you no money, giving you no That's money. That's kind of stupid, though, for your parent to be... Still Give taking you, care of I you know. when you're living with the whole man. You you want to be grown, but you want to still get money from me. Oh, That's no. why my mom was like, honey, if you, you make that switch, you you out of my pockets. And, it and you snapped out of it. And I was like, I'm <laughs> staying in your pockets. I'm staying in the warmth of your pockets. Okay. <laughs> hey, mom, I'm just wanting to let you know that I made the decision to stay home. I'm staying in your pockets. So um, we're good, right? Okay. Yeah, you got I, my uh, money, my deposit. I knew that off the rip. I knew that off the rip. I was like, I ain't going nowhere. She going to yeah. have to kick me out. Right. You going to have to kick me out or find me a place to live. <laughs> I'm not leaving home. So that's what we have to say. Email us back, girlfriend. Let us know what you decided. And good luck. Good luck. I think that's it. That's it. So, girls, um, we'll talk to you next week. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you're going to grab the second half of the year by the ass Mm -hmm. and uh, we'll talk to you next time. TTYL love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.